When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today, we are continuing our parenting series covering type five and what to keep in mind when it comes to parenting as your type. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose is that the azaleas are blooming and the dogwoods are here, and I'm reminded of how much writing I was doing at this time last year. So many of the poems and essays I wrote involved kind of watching these things bloom, the dogwoods bloom and go away, the azaleas come to life, and it just, it's warm in my heart. The thorn is that I'm a bit overwhelmed today with the things that I have to do um, on my list. The struggle of traveling is that it's harder to balance things out. Um, A ton can pile up when you get back and a lot can pile up before you leave, but you know, it's worth it. The bud is that I have a lung test coming up. If you've been here a while, you know that I have had some lung issues we're trying to figure it out. Um, but I started with a new doctor yesterday and they've already got me going. So they are doing blood tests. They scheduled a lung test and we're going to, um, even start anxiety medicine, which I've never done before. So I'm really looking forward to just seeing how my relationship to the medical industry changes with this new doctor and kind of figuring out what's going on with my body. I'm really excited. So if you're new to this series, I'm going to give you the quick little spiel I give before every episode. We're going to go into each type, a brief overview of the Enneagram type, strengths in parenting, areas to watch out for, and tips for an easier time. I am heavily referencing the book, Know Your Parenting Personality by Janet Levine for this series. However, I'm offering a lot of personal antidote in there, um, and her book goes more in depth, so I will make sure to link it below for you. So today we are discussing Enneagram type fives. As a reminder, Enneagram fives are the investigator or the observer on the Enneagram. They are motivated by being informed and fear being incapable. The message they received is that the world is an intrusive place and I need to preserve my resources. I'm going to share strengths and things to look out for, but I just want to be clear. A lot of times these strengths and these weaknesses are the same, like different ends of the same coin, meaning you can exhibit both of these behaviors on a given day based off of just, you know, kind of how aware you're being of your behavior. It's not that all type fives are going to behave in one specific way, but there's a range of ways in which you might show up. And these are kind of the two ends of the same spectrum. So strengths as type five parents, they tend to be rational. They stay calm. I talked with an Enneagram five parent who was saying that like, he's typically the go-to parent when a child is having a big emotional reaction because he's not shaken by that. Their emotionality doesn't really tend to impact him and therefore they feel safe kind of falling apart around him. They tend to be objective, they're big thinkers, they're predictable, they're independent and good at self-care, they're non-judgmental, and typically are emotionally restrained, meaning that their emotions aren't being dictated by their environment. 
Now, things to look out for, um, they preserve their privacy and energy, and sometimes this can leave people feeling cut off from them or isolated. They may withdraw from personal interactions. They may overvalue their independence. They may not be in tune with their emotions and they may be disengaged. They can com sometimes compartmentalize work and home and friend life and keeping them separate. They may not communicate. So a big example of this is, you know, a lot of times we have to prepare our children for, for changes in a schedule or changes in a routine or a big emotional experience coming up. And sometimes the five, you know, a five may forget to give them notice, you know, maybe there's a schedule changed and the kid finds out the day of instead of, you know, getting kind of having long thought out conversations for a week leading up to it where the kid really gets to explore the confusion of that and, and have their voice heard in that decision. And finally, they may struggle with changing plans. So they tend to like routine, they like structure, they like predictability, spontaneity can be much more difficult. So how do we work with this information to do less harm to ourselves and to our littles? First, show your emotions. Don't just think them. We all have ways in which we expect others to read our minds, right? So for type five, it's often that they think their emotions and forget to express them externally. So it can be as simple as smiling and saying, I'm so happy to see you when you're happy to see someone. Now, at times, the five may be thinking this, but not expressing it externally, and their children may not realize that they are even feeling that joy of being around them because the five thinks, thinks it in their mind, but doesn't express it with their body or their face. Now, I remember the moment I saw maybe on a TikTok, a reminder to smile at our children, and I realized that I didn't ever really think about smiling at my kid as a way of showing them that I'm happy to be near them. So now whenever I remember, I just smile at our little one and there's something really beautiful about watching him respond to my happiness in his presence. Like it's so visible and it's so rewarding, but I even as a seven have to remind myself to smile at my kid. So that can be a really good practice, especially for type fives. Number two, piggyback onto this, it's also about saying what you feel. So it may not be the most natural thing in the world for a type five parent to dote on their child and give them like lots and lots of positive feedback. However, your children will fill in the gaps of your silence with their own insecurities. So it's helpful to make sure that they know exactly where you stand, what you love about them, what you appreciate, how you see them. And it may be more natural for you to write this down, but I encourage you to practice saying something every day so that you build a culture of affirmation in your home instead of only sharing it on special occasions so that we're not enforcing the idea that love and appreciation is earned through the things that we do, but just are given to us freely on a daily basis. Well, friends, it's April, which means it's Earth Month. This is an amazing time for us to think about what the impact is that we are leaving on the planet. Problems like climate change can leave us feeling overwhelmed and powerless, but personally, I'm a big fan of small changes that make a big impact over time. So not trying to have a perfect record, but doing what we can when we can. That's why I'm so happy to be working with a company like Rothy's. Rothy's makes comfortable, stylish, durable shoes and daily essentials out of recycled plastic. That's right, out of plastic that would otherwise be going into our oceans, we get to have cute shoes. Now, not only are the shoes beautiful, they're also durable, which is another major aspect of sustainability. 
I've learned to buy pieces that last over time instead of pieces that you just end up throwing away a year after use. Rothy sources sustainable materials like single-use water bottles, algae-based foam, and ocean-bound plastic to make beautiful shoes with less waste. I personally have the Chelsea boots and they are so comfortable and they go with just about every outfit I own and to top it off, they are washable. So if anything happens to them, you can throw them in the wash and they are good as new. When you're wearing Rothy's, your footprint feels lighter than ever. So get $20 off your first purchase today at rothys.com slash egram. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash egram. Thank you, Rothy's, for supporting the podcast. Number three, trust your instincts. So I imagine one of the trickiest parts of parenting as a type five would be just trusting that you know what is best for your child. Because the type five tendency is to research a topic until they know everything they could possibly know about it. But as we know, parenting situations arise that often require a quick response and there's just not the time for research. And I just wanna encourage you that it's okay in these moments to trust yourself. You know, trust the research you've done in the past, but also that like primal part of you that just knows what to do. None of us are going to handle everything perfectly. Um, That's a given. So just know that that's inevitable, but you can always apologize, do better next time, and continue to learn through doing, not always through research. Number four, communicate your need for time in a conflict. Type fives take time to process their emotions and their ideas, and this isn't a problem, except when it goes uncommunicated. So that can leave your loved ones feeling as though they have done something wrong, or like they aren't wanted, or maybe they are too much. So make sure to tell your children about yourself and help them to understand that you do want to have the conversation. It just may take you some time to process your thoughts on the situation at hand. And then set a time when you'll come back and have the discussion so that they know they can rely on you. Number five, share of yourself. It can be easy to hide behind your boundaries and your walls, focus only on your children. However, relationships are a two-way street. They need to know you just as much as you need to know them. So they need to know where you failed, what you're proud of, how you view the world to help them make sense of the ways that they are experiencing things. So in order to feel close to you, they're going to need to know things about you. And I I realize that this sounds obvious, but I know that it's not. Fives can so easily hide behind asking questions of others without revealing things of themselves. And this works for superficial relationships, but it doesn't help you to have true intimacy with others. Intimacy requires vulnerability from both parties, and I know that that's what you want with your kids. Number six, the big question I get from fives every single time is about energy management. So we're going to go in on this one, and this is our, our final point here for our type fives. One of the major elements of type five structure is needing to manage their energy levels through alone time and preserving their resources. I think all parents of any type can truly relate to the draining nature of parenting and the need for time to yourself. So take that, you know, kind of like your own understanding of what that means and amplify it tenfold when you're thinking of type fives who are already predisposed to this need. Now here's the truth. 
This is where I see a strength in our type fives and something that we can all learn from. The recognition that rest and recuperation are true necessities. Now, what this often looks like is needing a plan for when the rest will come following a time of being fully present for others. So it's much easier to show up and be present when there is a promise of alone time afterward. However, it's inevitable that sometimes a spontaneous need for presence is going to arise. So what do we do to manage these things? First, we communicate. So no ghosting, no walking away. Explain yourself. And this also mirrors the freedom for your children and your spouse to do the same. Um, Trust that they want that for you. Trust that you can take it even if people feel some kind of way about it. Um, but also mirror the, it as an example of communicating what you need and how you're going to give that need to yourself so that your children feel empowered to do the same. And so your partner in parenting feels empowered to do the same as well. Next, make a plan. So my husband and I, we plan out our week ahead of time. So we ask questions of who's going to do dinner, what nights, when do we get self-care each day, who is going to do pick up and drop off for school, and we incorporate what we have on our plates at school and work that week so that we are making realistic goals with one another. This helps us to not be surprised if one person is a bit distant that week because they have a lot going on outside of the house. We already know that. It also means that the, that the one who's more comfortable with taking self-care um, isn't getting all of that time, leaving the more action-oriented partner <clears throat> to pick up the slack. So we are balancing each other out and making sure that each of us is given responsibility and reward. And finally, what do we do when stepping away is not an option? So maybe you're a single parent or you need to be somewhere at a certain time without warning. It's as simple and imperfect <laughs> as doing it with love. Channel the part of you that can show up out of the well of love that you have for the people that you care about. Now, this is not a perfect system, but it can be helpful to shift your mindset from obligation into a choice that you made out of love so that you at least feel empowered in making that decision instead of trapped in feeling depleted. Okay, friends, so we're keeping this series going until we get all the way back to type one. So stay tuned. And as always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I will see ya on Monday with the next one. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.